This is Recorded Future, Inside Security Intelligence. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 231 of the Recorded Future podcast. I'm Dave Bittner from the CyberWire. Recorded Future's Insect Group recently discovered a new Canada-focused darknet marketplace called We the North. This localized criminal marketplace features a variety of illegal goods and services for sale, many of which pose a threat to local and global enterprises. We the North administrators have gone to great lengths to create a marketplace geared towards protecting Canadian buyers and sellers and fostering a relatively safe place to complete transactions. On this week's episode, we welcome back Recorded Future Threat Intelligence Analyst Charity Wright to provide insights on We the North and the techniques she and her colleagues used to analyze the group. Stay with us. Our marketing team said, hey, Charity, we've heard through the grapevine that there's this new Canada-focused dark web market, and we were wondering if you can find it, if you could tell us anything about it. Um, and it was relatively easy to find. Um, it goes by the name of We the North Market, and which is a take on a, a popular slogan they have for the Toronto basketball team, apparently. Mm. Um, I'm, I'm not a... Not really into basketball, so I, th- <laughs> I, I plead to similar ignorance. So I, I'll go with your description. <laughs> I was told it's the Toronto Raptors, okay. and their slogan is "We the North." And so hmm. this market apparently, um, you know, followed suit with that little slogan to get some extra attention. And we found it. It's actually available through the ClearNet and through Tor in the darknet. Hmm. So what are they setting out to do here? Who, who are they targeting? It appears that this is somewhat of a replacement for some of the old markets that went down. Um, we know that in July of, of this year, the Canadian headquarters darknet market uh, closed. So there's some speculation that We the North popped up in its, in its place. And many of the vendors from the Canadian headquarters have migrated over to We the North. So Hmm. We the North market is basically a Canada-focused darknet marketplace and discussion board or forum. It offers premium customer support 24-7 in both English and French. And they really do market themselves as a local market. They... Uh, they do, you know, typical dark web market stuff. They do sell, um, majority of is drugs. And they say that they only sell and ship drugs within Canada. But obviously a lot of dark net markets say that. And then they, um, you know, conduct mail fraud to ship drugs outside of the borders as well. But what hmm. we're focused on as cyber threat intelligence analysts are their digital products. We're looking at fake identifications, full identification profiles, you know, like social security numbers, um, credit cards, IDs, email addresses, a full profile on a victim. They also sell stolen credit cards, fraud tutorials, and the more uh, dangerous cyber exploits and digital accesses for sale. That's really what Hmm. we're focused on. Have they put any guardrails on themselves? Are, are there things that they won't trade in? 
Yes, actually, um, that's a great question. They do have an extensive list of rules um, that I observed. So like I mentioned, they do say that they have restrictions on selling or shipping outside of Canada. But from my observations and engagements, there are some sellers that are willing to discuss um, extraterritorial shipping options in private message, of course. Um, they also have some preferred um, contact information. They they want you to reach out with like the typical, uh, you know, third party messenger platforms like Jabber, Telegram, ICQ. They do not sell weapons or explosives. Hmm. Uh, they said that would be banned, and what those types of sale posts would be immediately removed. And rule number fourteen on their list says terrorism is not welcome here. So however hmm. that is interpreted, they will ban terrorist activity, suggestions, or comments. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, what about some of the other you know, darker things that, that we see trading around on, on, the, on the web? Um, I'm thinking of things like um, prostitution or child pornography, those sorts of things. Those are not permitted on We the North, um, which is refreshing. Because as we peruse dark websites and markets, a lot of them are a combination of digital products, drugs, and the seedier things like what you mentioned. Um, actually, they, they specifically list prostitution, child pornography, fentanyl, and mm. murder services. So no hitmen allowed on this particular market. You know, the funny thing about We the North I guess I should say unique or somewhat unique is that they seem to be trying to host a cleaner, healthier environment in their marketplace. So even though they're criminals selling illegal products, um, they do have some set of values that they're trying to implement. Hmm. Um, They even have... Yeah, yeah, they they even have... um, Let's see, they have a goal listed, and they said, our market's goal is to provide a safe environment so that Canadians are able to purchase safely, scam-free, and away from the street violence, drugs, and other items that are more potent. So I'm not, not sure, but they did say, we are cleaner and safer to use. Hmm, that's interesting. And how do they go about enforcing these things? You know, I haven't seen a lot of enforcement on this marketplace yet. I'm guessing that if somebody is promoting violence or using um, some kind of threatening language that they may try to administer, um, you know, like, I don't know, maybe ban them or warn them behind the scenes. But I, I haven't seen a lot of enforcement. And one of the ways that I've noticed that is they have... They have a variety of categories of products for sale, which is pretty normal. You can click on the category and it breaks it down into those particular products. But there's a lot of cross-posting. Um, I noticed that when I went to the software and malware section, which said it had maybe 18 to 24 products, depending on the day, um, nearly half of them were drug posts. So hmm. it, appear- it appears that the, the drug sales are pretty aggressive salespeople, and, and they're cross-posting into other categories as well. 
And does that mean that there's not a whole lot of moderation going on? That's what it appears like so far. That may be because the the admins and the moderators might be also moderating other marketplaces. At this point, that's speculation. There are some similarities between We the North and other markets, like Torres Market. And it also has some layout and stylistic similarities to Empire Market and Alphabay. So maybe they're trying to make it user-friendly and familiar for this particular audience. The individual who originally created this forum is also connected to a specific email address. And Insit Group was able to track down, like our criminal underground team tracked down that particular email address, was also linked to the moderator of Daiva Market, which is a now closed down dark web marketplace. So we never really know how many markets they're moderating. Um, but right now, because the audience is is still pretty contained and small on We the North, it looks like there's not a lot of uh, of moderation happening. Are there any insights that you can gain from, uh, for example, who's hosting the site? We have a username of the person who has, uh, you know, created and moderated it. They go by... Trump's TA420. Um, and I'm not sure I can release the email address, but um, it's yeah. hosted on fifthhorseman.net is the email address. So one of the things that caught my eye here looking at uh, the rules of this forum is um, that two-factor authentication is mandatory for vendors. Um, is that unusual? It is not unusual. We're seeing much more OPSEC in dark web markets nowadays, and not only for the vendors, but also for the buyers. Um, specifically, we the, we the North Market has some authentication elements that you have to fill in to, lo- to log in. Um, mm. One of them was Canada-specific history questions and cultural questions, um, that you would have hmm. to either look up or or know off the top of your head. And then they are pretty strict about using authentication factors, not just 2FA. Um, they give a token when you register. It's a very long string of, uh, string of text, um, all different characters. And you have to have that token available if you ever want to reset your password um, or log in, you have to have not only a six-digit PIN, but also your token on hand. So a little bit harder to log in. It really eliminates the, the bots that are mm. trying to kind of spam these types of forums and marketplaces. And that may be an attempt um, on their part to limit how many researchers and intelligence companies are scraping their site. Yeah, I mean, I, I really, I'm curious about that. I mean, when you go to join a site like this, so, you know, you catch word of it, you track it down, um, what kind of scrutiny is there? Is it just the things that you just described or are there any more hoops that you have to jump through in order to uh, get your own access to it? Um, right now, that's it. You you go to the registration page, you create a username, a password, a six-digit PIN, and then it issues you a token that you have to save. 
Um, just like you would if you're registering for, let's say, a credential locker, like LastPass, um, and it gives you like a, a key. But once you're logged in, there's not much restrictions. I haven't, um, I haven't seen any posts about people being kicked off or inactivity. Um, I have also been keeping my eye on other forums related to this one, like where we the North admins are advertising, including Dread Forum, and um, it has its own subreddit. So haven't seen a lot of complaints from users on that aspect, but it does appear that OPSEC is um, pretty important to this group. They restrict sharing of third-party contact information. So, you know, if I went to, if we were both on We The North Market and I said, hey, do you have contacts for the admin or do you have uh, contact information for somebody that can sell me something else? We're not allowed to share third-party contact information. And that is for privacy as well. So how does this forum compare to other darknet markets? I would say it's in its beginning phases. It's still in its infancy. Um, they're still trying to establish a customer base, and they're really trying to hone in on users that live uh, and work in Canada. So it's interesting how markets are becoming more localized. I think they're trying to build more community, which may actually present some risks or concerns for local law enforcement, that criminals in your localized area are working together. Um, I think the more risk there is of them being successful in their business and coordinating. And what about um, financial transactions? How, how do they make money? So the purchase process is pretty simple on We The North. Um, you find the product that you want, you click add to cart, just like you would with eBay or um, any clear net market. And then instead of using a credit card, you use cryptocurrency to pay. And they accept both Bitcoin and Monero. And so do they then take a cut of everything that's sold? It's not clear, um, but I am not registered as a seller. So mm. they might um, take a portion or they might be trying to host for the the actual visits and um, and just promote the the environment, the underground environment. I see. Mm -hmm. Could you give us some insights on, on collecting intelligence from markets like this? I mean, obviously, this is in, in the interest of an organization like Recorded Futures and, your, and the Insect Group, certainly. Um, what goes into that? Yeah, well, you know, monitoring dark websites and, and marketplaces like this is really important for certain industries. It really appeals not only to public sector, government, you know, police, federal law enforcement investigators, but also to corporations and enterprises. And there are several dark web use cases that I that I always suggest is that if you have a cyber threat intelligence program, then you're going to want to monitor uh, markets like We the North for um, exploitation of, of certain um, products, digital products, software. You're looking for, is anyone selling access to my company? through VPN, RDP? Are they selling credentials of my employees or customers? And then, of course, um, are these vulnerabilities that they're exploiting, do we have anything in our tech stack that that applies to? 
So cyber threat intelligence is, is the number one use case, but we also look at fraud, uh, especially related to retail, um, banking, and hospitality. So, mm. you know, fraudulent sales of credit cards, gift cards, um, logins for, for gaming and entertainment, let's say streaming services. That's a very mm. popular use case in these markets. Um, so fraud is probably number two use case. And then also identity and access and physical security. I mean, even though We the North says they they limit, um, you know, they, they ban terrorist type activity, sometimes you'll see threat actors pop up asking about, um, you know, materials to make bombs or um, guides or tutorials on how to conduct terrorist type activity, which is a very, very big concern right now, not only for Canada, but the US and, and other nations, as well as we see this radicalization and, and rise of domestic extremism too. To what degree do the sellers on, on this forum and others, um, how coy are they about the things they are selling? You know, if I'm if I'm someone out there, I guess I'm looking for cultural norms. You know, if I've got a whole cache of, let's say, gift cards or something, do I say, hey, I've got a bunch of Amazon gift cards? Or do I say I have gift cards for a major retailer? You know what? It's a combination. From what I'm observing on We the North, and it seems to be very similar to other forums, there is sometimes explicit sales posts that will say, hey, I've got... Amazon uh, login credentials for sale, or here's a fraud tutorial on how to fraud a particular bank. Um, mm. So sometimes they're very specific. Sometimes they're a little more vague in their description in the text, but they have a picture on the sale post of a particular brand. And mm. so they're, they're kind of advertising through that image instead. And then, you know, one surprising thing that I saw this week was I noticed as I scrolled through some of the sales posts for digital products, um, especially for software, malware, and exploits, was they had created posts particularly for a couple of customers. And they listed um, a sale post for this individual and listed the username. And so that way that person could go and click on it and actually make the purchase of maybe something they talked about behind the scenes. So the actual product itself was not listed in detail um, because the price was already set between oh, the seller and a particular buyer. So uh, I guess there, there, maybe there's a limitation to the way that the, the, the behind the scenes stuff is set up. So, so that's why they have to, to go through that process. Absolutely. I think huh. what we've observed over the past few years is that criminals are getting smart and they know that they can't give too many specifics in in more public forums. You know, just like anybody could register for an account on this marketplace, uh, you don't want just everyone to see, um, you know, this, the details and specifics about the product. So usually they take it to uh, a messaging platform um, many of them preferred, uh, like have preferred encrypted platforms that they use. And then mm. sometimes you get uh, people that are kind of old school and like ICQ or Facebook Messenger. <laughs> so right. um, it's a variety of uh, users and sellers and their preferences. 
Do you have any sense, you know, having been at this for a while, what the typical life cycle is of, of a site like this? Or do we have a, a large enough sample size that we can make any predictions of how these sorts of uh, forums come and go? Yes. You know, Insect Group has been closely following life cycles of dark markets. Um, law enforcement has been increasing takedowns of of many of these sites, especially the ones on the dark web and tracing cryptocurrency. You know, we've made huge strides in this, especially on behalf of governments. As law enforcement makes progress, the darknet admins are also getting kind of smart about it. So they make, they make mirror sites. This one, we the North, they have a clearnet site and a dot onion site that you can access through Tor. And I would not be surprised if we saw them set up a couple of Tor mirror sites as well. That way, if law enforcement takes down one, then they have a couple of backups to continue business. That continuity is something that's extremely important and valuable to, to the admins of these marketplaces. Yeah, it, it really is fascinating, isn't it? I mean, it's there's whenever there's a demand for something, the, the market uh, looks to fill that demand. And it seems as though that's really what's happening here. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Our thanks to Recorded Futures Charity Wright for joining us. You can learn more about We the North, the Canadian dark web marketplace on the Recorded Future website. Don't forget to sign up for the Recorded Futures Cyber Daily email, where every day you'll receive the top results for trending technical indicators that are crossing the web. Cyber news, targeted industries, threat actors, exploited vulnerabilities, malware, suspicious IP addresses, and much more. You can find that at recordedfuture.com slash intel. We hope you've enjoyed the show and that you'll subscribe and help spread the word among your colleagues and online. The Recorded Future podcast production team includes coordinating producer Caitlin Mattingly. The show is produced by The Cyberwire with executive editor Peter Kilpie, and I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. <laughs>